Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. JLD here, and welcome to episode 1541 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week and knock over that domino, Fire Nation. Start your chain reaction of awesome with thefreedomjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Dave Fuller. Dave, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yeah. Let's ignite, John. (laughs) Dave knows what it's like to struggle in business. He also knows what it's like to have a very profitable small business. He's a certified professional business coach and the author of the book, Profit Yourself Healthy. Dave, take a minute. Fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. You know, I got into business in about 1986. My first business, um, I brought a new product to market. And uh, that was in the days before internet. And then a couple years later, I struggled with that business, actually, um, and uh, eventually sold the business. And I got into uh, another business in 1988 um, after another couple of different businesses. And it's a retail business, health food. And I grew that business uh, to where it is today, about a $4 million company. Um, after about 25 years, I just, you know, I was getting a little bored in the box, went back to my MBA and then uh, started business coaching and working with biz- small business owners and really helping them, um, you know, make a difference and reduce their stress levels and increase their profitability. And, you know, I saw the, the struggle that these, these people are going through that I've experienced so many times. Now, you said the word MBA there, and you went there, you said, after 25 years of running other yeah. small businesses. I know a lot of people in Fire Nation you know, are younger entrepreneurs, like in their 20s, early 30s, you know, all the way up through. I just actually had an 87-year-old email me the other day, which is really cool. But a lot of them are saying, should I go back to school? Should I get into more debt and get that quote-unquote MBA so I can shop that around? And I think it'd be pretty interesting, Dave, to hear from your perspective. Someone that didn't go from like graduating college right to his MBA, but went into the real world, created successful and unsuccessful businesses, then went and did it. What are your thoughts on that? Well, to be honest with you, John, I only took, well, I had four years of college, but it was, um, they weren't all in business. And I took a couple of years of business college and, um, you know, got a diploma. But, you know, when I went back, I didn't actually qualify at first for some universities to get an MBA. And Mm. so, but my local university, but they take, you know, what these universities do now is they take years of experience towards your degree. But the question is valid because, you know, you go into university and to get your MBA and you think it's going to be applicable. The truth is, if you're a small business owner, um, it's not as applicable as you might think. It's really geared towards uh, mid-sized businesses and to working in bureaucracy. So if you want to do that, if that's what your goal is, um, it's great. You know, and the, the truth is that 60% of people that take it, get it, go through the MBA programs are going to be somewhere else within a year. So, you know, all the people in my cohort, a lot of them got different jobs. And here I am, you know, I'm, I'm business coaching. Yeah. So. It does take you to somewhere else, for sure. It's interesting, Fire Nation. I think you really need to think deeply about the direction you want your life to take before you commit to something like an MBA program, because it is a huge investment. There's a lot of money. Quick side story example. I had a buddy of mine, college roommate. I'm actually going to be the best man at his wedding coming up in a year. And he went to the army like myself, and he got out, and it was kind of bopped around at a few jobs, and then said, hey, I'm going to go get my MBA at Fordham. And he went and... 
you know, it was a huge investment. It was a ton of time. And he got out and he looked back and he's like, you know, I was being taught by people who've never run businesses, who don't know how to run businesses, have no idea what's going on, like in the entrepreneurship world. He's like, the only thing that I got out of the MBA, which by the way, he says is valuable. And I completely believe him and agree with the concept of it is the contacts that he made, you know, in New York City with other like-minded entrepreneurs and just, you know, young men and women who wanted to get their MBA. And he was surrounding himself by these people who were go-getters. So he's actually even started a company with people in his MBA program who he's friends with, a little little small business entrepreneurship company. But guess what? They're applying zero, literally, of what they learned in their MBA because they found none of it helpful. Um, but the relationships are invaluable. And he never would have met those people. So you have to just weigh the pros, the cons. There's going to be both on every side and there's going to be unexpected pros and cons as well. So that was a little side note because I'm pretty passionate right now about MBA programs and people going back to school and acquiring debt and all this stuff. So that's why I wanted to hit that little rant, Dave. What do you think? Hey, John, I want to say one more thing to that. In, in 2004, I was doing a five-year plan, and I know you're big into planning because you got your book out. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I did that. And then at the end, you know, when you go through your, you go through a plan, you got to look back and see if everything is, is consistent, um, you know, with, with your goals and your different parts of your, of your, of your life. And when I did that, I realized that I couldn't go back at the time because I had young children and, you know, I wanted to spend more time with my children. I didn't want to be traveling. And so I couldn't go back and do my MBA at the time. So I thought, what else could I do to really increase my knowledge? And so at the, I opened the newspaper the very next day, I swear, opened the newspaper and there was an ad for um, a radio station looking for a talk show announcer. <laughs> and for 14 years, John, I, I, I did a talk show in my area of knowledge. And the best thing is just like you're doing, you get to, you get to pick the brains yeah. of the best people in the world, you know, and I did that and I, you know, and it was awesome and it was better than an MBA. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. And Fire Nation, again, just weigh all these things. Like if you want to go into that mid-level bureaucracy type flow, like there's nothing wrong with that. That could be a great path for you. You never know if you're going to be like my buddy Ryan, who just met some great people who he's now started a company with, or like Dave just shared that story. Like take all these things into account and make the best decision that you can with the information that you have. Now, Dave, you uh, mentioned your area of expertise. Let's kind of dive into that real quick, just so Fire Nation is clear. Just a couple sentences. Break down what you consider today your area of specialty. Well, really, John, I've had a lot of small businesses myself. And so I work with small business owners who are struggling in the, in the sense that 60% of businesses are not profitable, according to the National Federation of Independent Business. 60% of businesses aren't profitable. So we see that, you know, when people start a business, 30% of them are never, you know, never make any money. Another 30% you know, the owners are struggling, you know, they're making wages, but they're not really making money. In those cases, maybe they want to go work for a bureaucracy or, you know, a mid-sized business. And the other, you know, 40% of people get it and they make money and they're profitable. But so I like to working with people that have been in business for a while. They, they got some employees and they're trying to make a difference in the world, in their community, but they're struggling to get it profitable. And so that's where I come in. I come in and I help them focus on certain areas of their business, which they can increase their profitability in. And, and then we can, you know, get them to a place where they're less stressed. They can hire the right people to, to do the jobs. They can put systems in place. They can afford to do those things that really help them live that lifestyle that they intended and that they, you know, that they really want to do with the skills they have. 
I love those stats, like 60% of small businesses are not profitable, and not because I'm excited about that, but because we need to be getting the real numbers and real data out to entrepreneurs and to small businesses that, hey, like you don't just throw up a shingle or like put a website up and boom, like you're making money the next day. Like This is a hard grind. Less than half the people make it a profitability, and the fact that you're listening to the show, Fire Nation, means that you're probably going to be in that 40% because you're going to be hearing these things and learning how to grow businesses that get to profitability, not the other 60%. But on that note, Dave, like for instance, that was something that a lot of our listeners probably did not know. And that's kind of what I want you to share with that next value bomb right now is what's something that you think in your experience, in your area of expertise, that we probably don't know as entrepreneurs, as listeners of this show, that we probably should? Well, John, there's three areas, there's three things that small business owners can do that are key to profitability. The first one that you won't be surprised about, but you know, many of the others will, but is that profit mindset. You know, a lot of small business people get into business, they're they're passionate about what they do. You know, they they have the skills um, to do, you know, whether they're a plumber or a, you know, uh, they're maybe they're building computers or whatever they're doing software, they're they're excellent at it, but they don't understand that that they're in business to make a profit. And, you know, you got to have that profit mindset. The next, the other, the next key to profit thing to profitability is really um, having your goals, having goals and understanding where you're going in your life. Because if you're not, you're floating. And if, if it's all about the business, you're in trouble as well. And then the third thing I would say, John, would be that you got to have a business strategy that's really going to take you to where your dreams are and, and be, understand how business works and how, why people want to buy from you. Profit Yourself Healthy, Fire Nation. That's the book that Dave wrote. That's why he's an expert in this area. And that's what we're going to be mentioning throughout this interview is you know exactly how you as a small business owner can profit yourself healthy. But of course, we're going to do that through the experiences of our guest, Dave Fuller. And Dave, all of your experiences have not been rosy, have not been home runs. You struggled. So Besides just sharing your overall, your overarching kind of themes of your struggles in the past, take us to your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us to that day. Tell us that story. John, I'm going to take you to two days because a couple of years ago, I was out uh, hunting with my buddies. Now, I'm not a hunter, but I was out camping. We were three hours in the middle of nowhere because I'm in northern BC. We got snow here today. And two hours from the nearest house, I was out in the bush. We, it was dark. We had three tents up and I heard something come into the camp and it was a bear. It was a predatory bear, says to learn later. And it my, I didn't have a gun in my tent, so I didn't do anything. But my buddy turned the light on and his, his flashlight on. And as he did, the bear rushed in, grabbed him, started pulling him out of the tent. It was mauling him. And I could hear him yelling. And he was yelling, shoot the bear, Dave, shoot the bear. And this is my other buddy, Dave, grabs his gun, shoots the bear. I hear the, bun, the gun go off. And I hear him yelling, like, right, my arm's gone, my arm's gone. And then the bear, he started, the bear got on him again and it, another gun shot. And so now I got up, I grabbed my flashlight. And as I turned my flashlight on, I saw these eyes come out of his tent. They came directly towards my tent. I opened the door, let the bear in, and got out of the tent. And my other buddies woke up, and he started yelling. But anyways, a couple minutes later, the bear got shot. It took us three hours to get our friend to town. He, he had to get an elbow replacement, and he's okay. But as I was thinking about that trauma um, about six months later on, I was lying in bed. I was thinking, you know, I felt that experience. I don't know if you've been through a traumatic event. You've been in the army. So I'm Yeah, I did 13 months in Iraq. You're giving me some flashbacks right now, Dave. <laughs> when you go through that trauma, the, the next few days, you're just exhausted because your adrenaline levels are up. You're, you're having, you know, you're just, you're fatigued. And 
it took me back to 1998. In 1998, I just had my first daughter. That's stressful. Um, we were building a house. My wife and I were building a house, and you know that's hard on relationships. And then my partner came along. Uh, he's a he's a developer, and he said, "Dave, you know I'm developing this this plaza, and I want you to put a health food store in there." And I knew at the time it was the wrong thing to do, it was the wrong location. Mm. But I said, if we're going to do it, we're going to go big. And, you know, when we start these businesses up, when we start small businesses up, if you've got a startup, a lot of things can go wrong. And a lot of things, John, went wrong in this. I had cost overruns. I had equipment failures. I had staffing issues. I Because I was hiring so many people at the, at the same time, I hired some of the wrong people. They couldn't get on. We had, the, you know, some culture issues when you're starting up. I'm great at marketing. Got a lot of people in the doors. But my average sale was a third of what it was in my other location. Um, you know, my margin was lower because it was a different type of operation. And so I had the bank manager calling me every week. I had my partner calling me every week. I lost $270,000 in the first year, which for a small business owner is a lot of money. And that's what happens is that you get that stress, you get that fatigue. I was losing weight. Um, and you, I'm waking, you're waking up in the night. And so you got all these things going on. And so, John, that's why I wrote the book, because I know what people are going through and, and they got to focus on certain areas to get the business profitable. And those, those areas are really, if you got current customers, you got to focus on your customers because a lot of times as small business owners, we're focusing on getting more people through the door. But really, we got customers that are already inter that have a relationship with us. And if we can focus on them, we can increase our profitability. The other areas to focus on are, of course, we got to focus on that conversion rate. You know, we, we online people are always focused on conversion rates. But it, but you know, when we got these brick and mortar businesses, when people walk through our door, when people are calling our secretary, we got to be able to convert them. You know, when they're interacting with our staff, and so we got to train our staff in sales. The other thing that we want to focus on, John, is our margins. We want to focus the margins for a lot of people that don't understand is the difference between what we're selling our product for and what it costs us, whether it's a service or a product, there's a difference there. And if we can increase that margin by doing two things, by either reducing our costs or increasing our pricing, and a lot of small business owners don't val don't understand the value that they create for their customers. If we can focus on that area, we can increase our margins. The other two things, um, the, the last two things that we need to focus on uh, include our average sale. So everybody has an average sale, whether they're buying your, a book from you or they're buying um, you know, a, a pile of lumber. There's an average sale that your customers are buying. And if we can increase that average sale by doing add-ons um, or – you know, getting people to buy something else or, you know, we got to suggest things to them. So if we can train our staff to do that, we can increase our average sale. And finally, we've got to look at expenses because if we've been in business for a while, John, we've got a lot of things that have added up. We're, you know, we're, I was working with a, a guy a couple months or a couple weeks ago and he was saying that just by reduce, he, you know, how you get these calls from the telemarketers about your, your credit card costs. Yeah. Well, he um, got a call and he, all he did is he just went back to his provider and said, Hey, can you match these? And they said, yeah, he, he, they would. And he, he saved $400 a month. Well, Jeez. that's five, you know, that's $5,000 a year. Yeah. By focusing on these areas, we can really, you know, get your businesses profitable. So Fire Nation, you just got a mini MBA in profitability right there. Hope you go back and listen to that if uh, you feel like you missed anything, because I was taking some notes here and some things that I want to go over is number one, 
back to the beginning, I mean, that was quite the story, Dave. And, and that did bring me back to my time, my tour of duty in Iraq. And I can remember for sure that I never had really any sleeping issues when I was in Iraq. But when I got back for eight to 12 months, and I don't even know the exact time frame because it just kind of like faded out slowly. But every single night I would wake up with these horrible night sweats, like no bad dreams, but just night sweats. And I went to the doctor and they're just like, it's just your body. Like that was just like storing all this adrenaline and anxiety for 13 months, you know, of getting mortared and shot at and stuff. And you're just expunging it. So this is real fire nation. And you might, you know, not have an Iraq experience in your life, but you might be, you know, stressed out because of finance and be holding this stuff in and not even knowing it. So like, you just, you got to get real with yourself and you've, you know, that's why I, I love to meditate and journal and do breathing exercises because you just have to get this stuff out because it's real and it's in there. And number two is follow your gut. I mean, Dave knew from the beginning that was the wrong move with the store, but he went ahead and did it. He went against his intuition and he just paid for it. And speaking of, you know, paying for it, if you're not focusing on your customers, if you're not focusing on your margins, you're going to lose. And those are two key areas, Fire Nation, you have to have a grip on. You know, I look at my margins with the Freedom Journal. I mean, I have to know those numbers down pat. People are like, wow, John, like, you know, you have 200, you know, five-star reviews on Amazon. You're selling like, you know, we're doing tons of sales intraday with the Freedom Journal. But guess what? If my margins weren't there, it wouldn't make any difference because Amazon takes $9 per sale. Um, I had to pay $6.25 per book to get it made. I had to pay an additional $0.25 cents per book to get it shipped over here from China. Like, I, had to, I have to know my numbers down pat so that I know that I'm netting $24 per Freedom Journal sale. Some people don't know their numbers. You have to know your numbers. So, Dave, that was my little synopsis of what we went through for your worst moment, your worst, quote-unquote, two days. What do you want to make sure, in just a couple sentences, that Fire Nation gets from your story? Like I was under attack in, you know, from that bear or my buddy was more than I was, but there's a lot of businesses that are under attack. So, you know, I was working with a fellow and his business was under attack. He had um, a couple employees take a chunk out of his bank account because they were stealing money from him. And then, uh, you know, a few months later on, he had one of his associates leave him and go to the competition. So we're under attack on a daily basis, whether it's, um, whether it's from our, our, our employees that are, you know, talking to us or having struggles in our businesses or our customers that are complaining, we're under attack. And so that affects our adrenaline and our cortisol levels. And we got to get, we got to, like you said, we got to start doing things like meditating. Mm. We got to start exercising. We got to make it so that we can get our businesses profitable so that, you know, we can put the right people in place and reduce our stress that so we can put our these systems in place that, you know, that so we don't have to be micromanaging people and that reduces our stress. So all these things as we're building our businesses can make a huge difference, not only to the business itself, but to our lifestyle and to our health. Fire Nation, you need to try and put yourself out of business every single day. Now, not actually put yourself out of business, but come up with ways that you could be put out of business because guess what? If you figure out how you could be put out of business before your competition does, you'll be able to create ways to not go out of business. So you have to be thinking in that way. Think defensively, You know, always be acting offensively and aggressively, but you got to be thinking about that 360, that big circle. That's why surrounding yourself with mentors who have been there, who have done that, with mastermind members who are in the same industry or just small business owners and are going through similar struggles. These are all key things. Now, Dave, share with us what you're most fired up about today. 
I'm really fired up about strategic planning because so many small, you know, these big companies that we're talking about, these bureaucracies, they hire people to come in and do strategic planning sessions. And, but, but small businesses, we forget about that. And this is a time of year when we want to think about what's going to happen next year. Are we just going to let it float along or are we going to continue? Are we going to, are we going to come down with a, set up a plan to, to really build our business and look at different areas of our business. And so, I'm really fired up when I see small business owners start thinking strategically and start changing, you know, having some goals so that they're not floating around, floating along and, and developing areas of the business where they want to have key performance indicators um, and, and measure those. So, um, you know, I think it's uh, this time of year that people need to be thinking about that. You, you got to be thinking about it all year, but um, I love that and I love 90 day planning. Love it. Well, let's add 10 days onto that for a 100-day Freedom Journal planning day because, you know, we all need an extra 10 days. (laughs) But Fire Nation, we're going to get you an MBA in the lightning round, so don't you go anywhere. But first, we're going to thank our sponsors. My biggest goal for 2017 will be focus around health, and something that's helped me jumpstart my goal before the new year is even here is Athletic Greens. What I love most about AG is the apple crisp taste and how smooth the texture is. I also love that it's a quick and easy way to hydrate and get the right nutrients in your body first thing. It's by far the most complete whole food supplement on the market. Because I love AG so much, I asked their team to arrange a special deal for Fire Nation. If you check out AG, you'll receive 20 single-serve travel packs valued at $99 completely free with your first order. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash fire. Getting into a daily routine with Athletic Greens will be the single best thing you can do for your health and success this year. I know it will be mine. Successful entrepreneurs know how to set and accomplish goals. Those who struggle simply do not. And I have created a step-by-step guide for you to set your number one goal and accomplish that goal in 100 days. Allow me to introduce the Freedom Journal. With over 17,000 sold to date, the Freedom Journal is the world's number one daily journal that will guide you in accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days. With daily tasks, nightly recaps, 10-day sprints, and quarterly reviews, you'll knock over that one big domino by day 100 and begin a chain reaction of awesome. To learn more, visit thefreedomjournal.com. Dave, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? John, you know, I kind of got into entrepreneurship early on, Um, you know, and I guess a lot of your listeners do too, but sometimes it's that knowledge. Sometimes it's that fear of, of going out there and um, not making money. And really that's what happens when you're an entrepreneur at first, you don't make any money and Mm -mm. You know, when you realize, you know, it's not all about the money, it's about living the dream, then you can move forward. Yeah, I had a guy email me today and was like, John, like, it's so inspiring to see that you launched a podcast and started making money, like, right away. And I was like, mm, go to eofire.com <laughs> slash income. We've dedicated the last 38 months to writing monthly income reports. Uh, we didn't make any money for seven months. We didn't make any real money for 13 months. And by the way, that was quick. Like that was quick to profitability. It takes a lot longer for a lot of businesses to, to get to that profitability number. So, you know, we definitely were not overnight profitable and we had to put a lot of energy work and investment into the business first. So just realize that fire nation. And Dave, what is the best advice you've ever received? 
John, in 1993 or something, I had a, a guy from George's Maze come into my business, and he told me that, you know, he spent three hours, I don't know, these guys aren't even around, I laugh because I'm around and they're not, but he came in and spent three, uh, three, three days, and then at the end of it, he spent an hour telling me what was wrong with my business, and there was three things wrong. He said, my profitability wasn't where it should be, um, that my margins were low, and that my staff was going to leave me because uh, my communication wasn't right. And so for $70,000, he was going to fix all this. The best advice he gave me was in telling me that I couldn't do it myself. And and I changed that mindset. You know, we talked about mindset earlier. I had that mindset. But it was the... um, it was the fact that he told me what I needed to do, what I needed to focus on, even though he was trying to charge me something for it. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Well, like you, John, I meditate every day and it just calms me down. It grounds me. And the other thing I do is I try to get exercise three times a week because, nice. um, you know, you got to get that stuff out. You got to get that stress out. And that's one way of doing it. Even in Ontario, when there's snow on the ground, you make it happen. Yeah. Well, I'm in Northern British Columbia. Yeah. What? Love it. And yeah. Fire Nation, by the way, side note, it's 530 in the morning right now for Dave. So a little, little soft round of applause for him uh, all around Fire Nation for getting up and doing this interview. Can you you share, Dave, an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? I'm a little older than maybe some of your listeners. My, you know, the thing that I use the most in on the internet is really just my email. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not technical. Fire Nation, just simplify things. What do you like for an email provider, Dave? I'm using Gmail and, and, you know, because you can make it into your company for four bucks a month or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Google apps, you can turn it into john at eofire.com. Now, Dave, if you could recommend just one book to join Profit Yourself Healthy on our bookshelves, what would that book be and why? Well, John, you know, I talked about planning and I love Jim Horan's one page business planner, because if you're, you're in business and you're trying to get some focus, or even if you're starting out, this book um, will really help you. Not a lot of reading. I mean, it's a lot of writing. You're doing the work yourself. It's more like a, it's like a workbook, but it's going to get you focused on who your key customers are and what you need to do to really get your business to the next level. Love it. And Dave, I want to end today on fire, brother, with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. John, if people have questions, they, you know, they want to fire me an email, do that. It's uh, Dave at ProfitYourselfHealthy.com. And the other thing I was going to say, John, is that I'm giving my book away free. What? It's 20. Yep. I'm giving it away free, John. $24.99 on Amazon and seven ninety nine, but I'm giving a digital copy away. If people want to go to my website, just for EO Fire, haven't done this before, go to my website. It's ProfitYourselfHealthy.com forward slash free. You'll get a free digital download. You can have the book, and hopefully you're going to use it in your small business, and it's going to reduce your stress and get you on the road to profitability. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with DF and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. Just type Dave in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. Timestamps, links galore. And of course, if you want to email Dave, you have a question, you want to talk about bear hunting, whatever it might be, Dave at ProfitYourselfHealthy.com. And don't forget Fire Nation, the gift that he's giving. He hasn't done this before. So get over, get that digital copy, 
ProfitYourselfHealthy.com slash free. These will be linked up in the show notes as well. You can also just go directly there. If you get value from the book, head on over to Amazon. Give Dave a five-star review over there because reviews are authors' lifeblood. So get on over there. And Dave, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, Fire Nation, hope you enjoyed our chat with Dave today. And productivity, discipline, and focus are my three greatest strengths. And they can be yours too by simply visiting themasteryjournal.com. Master all three of those skills in 100 days in Fire Nation. I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. The single best thing you can do for your health and success this year is getting into a daily routine with Athletic Greens. Get 20 single-serve travel packs valued at $99 completely free with your first order. Just visit athleticgreens.com slash fire to claim your special offer.